Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. All right. Now, my next guest uh, is is going to help you uh, learn how to um, up your marketing game, and she is Reb Aristi from Rebel Media in San Diego, and they're a full service uh, marketing firm. Uh, they help develop marketing strategies. They help with marketing support, public relationships, branding, and design. Uh, social media, of course, included in all of that. Uh, you get the picture. So we're going to learn some ideas and strategies from from Reb. Reb, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Bill. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Now, you're in uh, San Diego, California, right? Yes, I am. I wish I could say it's sunny today, um, but it's a little cloudy still this morning. Well, nobody feels sorry for you because we know it's a beautiful part of the country, and uh, <laughs> if it's not sunny now, it will be soon. So uh, that is a beautiful area. And now, how, Reb, how did you start uh, Rebel Media? How did you get into this line of work? Well, um, you know, I started Rebel Marketing actually quite a few years ago, over 10 years ago, and um, I started my professional career in marketing at one of the big agencies here in town. And I loved it. I always loved working in the agency environment, the creative, kind of the ebbs and flows of working with different clients. And at that time, it was right around 08. And as you know, the economy wasn't doing well. The agency lost a couple of big clients, and I got downsized with that and started Rebel Marketing as a consulting business, but really wasn't ready to start on my own. So I ended up going client-side. I worked for a number of companies, working my way up from marketing manager to VP of marketing, um, head of marketing, and um, found myself always though wanting to go back to the agency life. And I didn't maybe realize I would actually start my own full-time agency, but um, Mm -hmm. a few years ago, I was um, working for an avionics engineering firm, and they went heavy um, R&D into a new product, and marketing got deprioritized, and I, I kind of got bored, and I had some extra time on my hands and started picking up projects on the side, and with encouragement from a, a client who has also turned into a good friend, I decided to launch Rebel Marketing full-time as an outsourced marketing firm. Well, that's that's a great story, and that's you know that's interesting. That um, I think if you if you read books like The E Myth and other books like that, they say that most businesses are started by people who are doing the work who just someday decide I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own business. I'm gonna be the boss. And what are some of the things that you learned 
um, along the way uh, for, for your own business with regards to marketing? What are some of the, the things that helped you get started in, uh, um, with your marketing campaigns? Yeah, you know, it's funny. The first few years, it's, I always did my marketing um, theme was the cobbler's kids have no shoes. You know, we rarely did our own, right. and we were heavily referral. Yes, you know, it's very common, right? Um, so I, what we really did and who we service as a market, um, similar to us, are businesses that are growing and they're selling high-value, high-ticket professional services or products. And so what that means is they tend to have longer sales cycles. Relationships are really important. So their brand, their image, their messaging uh, versus, let's say, you know, an e-commerce uh, web, uh, business where they're selling a lot of product. It's just a different approach and methodology for how you think about your marketing and your marketing campaigns. So one of the things that we focused a lot on is content as a core strategy within our marketing for our clients and for ourselves. And part of that is we're really moving into video. We're finding that video, although it's nothing new, it is something that not a lot of professional services or businesses are taking advantage of, not even marketing agencies. And so we've rolled out our own line um, set of videos, just introducing ourselves so people can get a better sense of who we are. They put a face to the name. They can hear your voice. In a way, it's introducing, and they get to meet you before they get to meet you, if that makes sense. And so that's kind of the Mm -hmm. core of what Mm -hmm. we're doing with our marketing strategy. Yeah, it seems like in professional services, and and I'll also uh, move over into financial services, with which I'm familiar, it seems like that's been the competitive um, angle for for the last many years. It's like it's it's service, it's personalization, uh, you get me, um, that type of a thing. And um, and so a big part of that is uh, allowing people to uh, introduce you or, or get to get to meet you by video, right on your on your website. Make it easy for someone to have a uh, to hear a little bit about you. Figure out if they like you, if they if they trust you. Uh, people can tell a lot by a short video, right? Absolutely, it's giving a personality to your to not just yourself but your business, and you build a trust factor, right? If they can see your face and your expressions and hear your voice, it just does so much more than reading an article or a web page. Now, those things are still important and all need to be optimized for search engine and campaigns and things like that, but we, the research is there. You, I mean, conversion rates are higher if you've got a video on a landing page. Um, advertising, mm-hmm. Facebook, you know, Google Ads, you're going to get higher click-through rates and conversion rates with a video. And so even email, isn't that funny? You can take kind of a, kind of a, um, I don't want to, uh, email, Just I'll just say, and adding a video or saying there's a video in the title, your open rates will increase. So there's just a lot of advantages, I feel, with doing video. Mm-hmm. Now, I got yeah. a question for you. If video is such a great way for businesses to create content, why are more businesses not doing it? Why aren't you know why why aren't more businesses doing it? It seems like 
um, it, everybody would be doing this, what's holding them back? You know, I think it's simply just a fear, um, even of just being on camera. A lot of people get shy oh. and they don't know what to say. Uh, yeah. So one of the things that um, we do is we, I work with a coach. She's amazing. So she's with local um, journalists on TV here. She now does um, coaching for athletes and executives. And just getting that comfort level can make a huge difference of how do you stand, where do you look, um, you know, how to present yourself and hone in on slowing your pace down, how to speak. So some of that is just simply the fear of being on camera. Um, You know, we've got clients that they don't Mm -hmm. want to be on camera, and that's okay. We can help, Mm -hmm. yeah, we can help coach them or identify someone else on the team that can be that face and and a voice for the company. So I think that's probably the number one reason. Secondary, it's just integrating it into your marketing plan, you know, really understanding what it does as far as building content and then helping drive everything else that you already have in your marketing. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, fear of – Public speaking is a, is high up there, right in the ranking of things that people are afraid of. Um, sometimes it's just that they're just not self confident. They they just don't want to do it. So so there you go. So that's a, a great reason, and the coaching is a great solution for that. What are some of the ways that a business can get started with their video marketing? What are some of the first things they can do? Oh yeah, great question. You know, some of the things that we just talk about are FAQs. We do this even on you know written blog articles that we're writing. Um, what are just your top FAQs that you get from clients or prospective clients? And that's a great way to just start with topics. And most you know business owners can sit down and come up with at least five to ten um, questions that they're constantly being asked. And these are great topics to create short you know, 30-second, one-minute videos around where you're just answering that question. It's as simple as that. And then you can populate that on your website or push it out on YouTube, and you create a whole library. And now your clients are, prospective clients are coming and they're learning through the videos and maybe even self-selecting then if they want to continue to go on to bigger questions or ask different questions. Um, It does help in the sales cycle. Because, again, if the client or prospective client can get some answers pre as they're doing their research, it really helps push them along in the sales cycle. Great advice. Now, what do you think is the optimum um, length or duration of, of a video like that? Of, of when you're starting a familiarization, easy, easy for me to say, campaign um, with, uh, with the public or with videos, uh, how, how – uh, Short is too short, and how long is too long? <laughs> you know, it really, you're going to love this answer, right? It depends, right? Um, it really depends are you, are you, on... I thought you said you're not an attorney. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, so it depends. What does it depend on? I mean, starting with what's your objective or your goal. You know, is it a promotional piece? Is it educational? Is it branding? And then add on top of that, what platform are you going to be putting it on? 
Is it going to be on YouTube, Facebook, your website? So all the different platforms also will dictate how long you want it to be. Um, so let's say, for example, it's an educational video, and you want to talk about how video marketing will help your business. You may want to make that a little bit longer and walk through some steps on how video helps a business, and then you're driving them to a call to action to either visit your website or call you for an appointment. So there's different ways just depending on the goal and the objective that you're trying to achieve. Right. Okay. And that makes sense. I mean, I, we've all seen things that go on way too long or things that are, are cut up into short little segments. And then there's, you know, for more, go to the next one. After a while, you're like, can you just do one, you know, one five minute video instead of 10, 30 second videos? Um, what about uh, the uh, question I had is, uh, what about a situation where somebody is uh, uh, wanting to put out some uh, familiar, let's say, these 30-second little videos about FAQs, like you said. Uh, I think mm -hmm. for a lot of people, they wonder, you know, when is when is enough enough? I mean, how many of these things do I need to make? Should I make them all at once uh, and put them out on, um, you know, periodic basis? Uh, how often should I have video on things like social media or video campaigns? Uh, and I, I have a feeling the answer is going to be it depends. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> um, you know, for example, but these are questions you get all the time, right? These are questions you get at your firm all the time. It's like, well, I want to do this, I want to do this, and this is why it's important to have a firm like yours that can say, well, let's not just rush into something. Let's build a, a overall strategy, right? Exactly. Exactly. And it is. It really, what we try to do is say, okay, you're interested in video, but why? And then sit down with them and understand not just what their marketing goals and strategies are, but what are the company goals? And how is marketing feeding into that? And then is video the right platform? You know, um, if you truly have a CEO that's so shy that he can't get on camera, then maybe video isn't the right format. Um, but if you do have a very lively, let's say, person on the team or, or the CEO, and they are set on doing video, which is great, we really do want to sit down and look at the overall marketing plan and the strategy. Of course, budgets play into that as well. If they're already creating content on a weekly basis, we probably want to stay within that rhythm, and maybe it's switching out depending on the budget. Is video something they add? or do we um, complement what they're already doing? I think, for example, what we do um, with a, a client of ours, we, we do four videos released a month and once a week, roughly, and what we do is we film them all, though, on one day. So it helps them mm -hmm. get focused, for one. It helps them mm -hmm. budget-wise because they're not having to pay to have a videographer and director and me there you know, every week. And we can script everything out for them. We get them comfortable. If they need the coach, you know, Katie will come in. So it's a, it's a process that we found works well to kind of do the filming all together, and then the editing and release co goes throughout the month. So that's one example of how we work with a client. And it's worked really well for them. Yeah, and it's important that it's uh... – 
that it's uh, customized to each client situation because, again, you're de you could be dealing with different markets, different marketplaces, and uh, and different products. So, uh, you know, what's the difference between a vide videographer and a video marketer? Because I've heard both terms out there. I'm just trying to get my head around that. Yeah, no, it's a really good question. So a videographer is probably what most people are familiar with. It's the guy behind the camera, um, you know, who's usually coming in, setting up equipment. They've got all the lights and all, all of the good stuff to get right in your face, right? And videographers can be video marketers, but they tend to be more technical, um, and they're really the person who's shooting and filming. The video marketer is more somebody like me who is going to be talking to you about the strategy and your marketing plan and how video integrates into everything else that you're doing. So video marketers and videographers work together. Sometimes they can be the same person, but I tell you what, you wouldn't want me filming. That's not – and you certainly don't want me editing. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but – Okay, so, I'm good so at, a videographer is oh, more of a technician, more of a technician, and then the marketer, the video marketer is a strategist, right? That says, well, this is going to, you know, we're going to do one long video, and then we're going to do a series of short videos, and we're going to put together a campaign that that integrates all of this over over time, right? Yes, exactly, and exactly. So, you're, oh, go ahead. Very different. It's very different between the two of those. It is. And so what I've seen happen is usually I get called in after a client has spent a significant amount of time and money with a videographer. And it's not the videographer's fault. It's the client had this vision, but they didn't fully um, play out and plan what it, they were going to do with all the videos they created. So they usually end up sitting on a website or, you know, in a file online and they never get used. And it's a shame because it can be expensive, especially if you don't use them. Yeah, it's important to utilize whatever it is that you, you're having done in an appropriate way. And, and again, I think that's, that's something that's daunting to a lot of, um, especially, let's say, older professionals, um, in, in that they, they may not go on social media. They not, may not know what's going on so much on there, and they may not have seen all of the changes between the, main, the major platforms like LinkedIn and, and uh, Facebook and Instagram and all those. They, they may not be aware that video has taken over a lot of those areas. It's, you know, it's the old days of just your post. <laughs> your, your dry yeah. post is not going to get you home, right? Uh, how important yes. is it uh, to to bring people uh, back to your website to view these videos as opposed to just seeing them in an email platform or on social media? How important it is to is it to bring them back so that they're they're looking at your offerings on your website? It's really important. Um, you know, your website really is the hub of your content who you are, your resources, um, your sales machine. So having good call to actions or CTAs are important. And I do see this as also an area where a lot of times businesses will create a video and they fall down or they just forget that, oh, you, even something as simple as call us at this number or visit our website here, um, you need to do those things. So, yeah, it's really important and it can't be forgotten, um, you know, 
LinkedIn's a great example. You don't want to be putting funny cat videos up, but if you can put up something educational that's easy to digest, and also you want to do the um, word overlays, things like that, and always have a clear call to action. What is it that you want somebody to do? Um, and if it's, you know, calling you, going to your website, setting up an appointment, make sure those things are included. That seems like a good segue to what would you like people to do if they'd, <laughs> if they'd like to get in touch with you, Rep? Yeah. Well, I, um, you know, myself, as I said, we've watched our own series of videos, and they can view and meet our team at our website, and that's um, Rebel Marketing, and Rebel is R-E-B-L marketing.com, and yeah, come check us out. They can see what we're doing there. It gives you a good idea of how we're leveraging our first set of videos and um, learn more just about all of our services. Yeah, it's a great website. I, I went on to it and looked around, and a lot of videos, a lot of um, good interactions, explanations about some of the things that we've talked about today, about developing a marketing strategy or supporting that marketing strategy and uh, PR and, uh, and branding and design. Uh, it looks like to me that you've got um, your, your thumb on the pulse of exactly what our listeners need, Reb, to, uh, to up their game when it comes to their overall marketing. And hey, for you listeners that, you know, you, you, you set up your website in, in 1990-something, come on, uh, let's <laughs> get in the game here. There, there's a lot more <laughs> going on, and, and Reb Risty and Rebel Media are exactly the people to help you. So go to rebelmarketing.com, R-E-B-L, marketing.com. Check it out. Uh, tell her uh, that uh, you heard it on the Ex-Coach Radio Show. And, uh, Reb, I want to thank you for joining me today. It's been really interesting. I love the topic, and I love the way you explain things so clearly. So thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 